Blog Talk Radio. Oh, well, folks, if uh, you were all trying to listen last week, it was uh, quite a fiasco. I'm, I was sitting here talking. I tried to get our, our person we're interviewing today, Steve, from Steve's Polishing Pro Systems on the line. And uh, uh, he kept saying hello. I kept saying hello. And anyway, we had some major technical problems. So I thought we were still on the air. And I thought Steve was having all kinds of problems. And uh, I kept talking for about half an hour. And then to come find out. None of it got recorded. So we got the technical issues going, and uh, we are going to start the show now. Uh, before I do, before I get Steve on the line here and we talk about his new products, uh, let me just uh, go ahead and remind everyone that I have the Stone and Tile Troubleshooting and Inspection Seminar coming up in Las Vegas this January uh, during the same time that Stone Expo is. Uh, it's a great, uh, great uh, program that we put together. It's four days long. It's certified uh, program if you wish to have certification. If not, you don't have to take the certification test. Uh, it's just a great, uh, great seminar. We only take about eight or 10 people max. So if you're going to uh, sign up for it, I would recommend you do it as soon as possible, at least reserve a spot. Uh, the best way to get in contact with me is my email address, which is F Houston, F H U E S T O N at gmail.com. That's F H U E S T O N at gmail.com. And again, I have a Facebook page. Just search for Stone Forensics and uh, I'll be more than happy to answer your questions there as well. So let's see if I can't get Steve on the line. Uh, cue him in here and give me a second here. Steve, are you there? Yes, yes, Fred. Thanks. Yes. All right, we got it. We got it worked out. I, I I apologize for last week. That was, uh, you know, I I couldn't hear you at times. I know you couldn't hear me, so uh, I had to do a bunch of computer configuration. And well, I won't bore you with the details, but it looks like we got it ironed out. So uh, let me let you introduce yourself, Steve, your company, who you are, and what you do, and we'll we'll get right into it. So go ahead. Yes. Uh, so uh, my name is Stephen Anaker. Um, I do a lot of development and developmental and developmental consultations. I uh, own Steve's Polishing Pro Systems, uh, where I developed a uh, polishing system for natural stone and rather went into engineered stone. I uh, also have a company called Phase Tech that manufactures uh, coating sealers, uh, high-performance caulk, caulking products, um, and uh, color steel products and various other things, and we're continually moving forward with that. That sounds great. Well, I'm sure you've listened to the past shows I've had with some of these anti-etch coatings out there, and uh, I know I've talked to you several times about yours. Um, I'm kind of excited because yours sounds really, really interesting. Uh, why don't you tell the folks uh, a little bit about this anti-etch uh, product, where you use it, and basically anything you want to talk about as far as that product goes. Absolutely. It's quite the buzz about the uh, anti-edge products, uh, films and various other coating processes and products and, and uh, all of that. But, uh, you know, I think the, the real interesting part about this thing was a very new experience for me. It was a little over six years ago. I was called in as a, on a consultation with uh, Bona Corporation. Um, if you're not familiar with them, they 
provide a lot of different cleaners and things of that for particularly hardwood floors. And uh, the unique thing about this was is that they were exploring the possibility of creating a, a, uh, a repair process for hardwood floor, which piqued my interest and really got me into looking at coatings and protective coatings and attributes and characteristics and all of those things. And come to find out in the hardwood flooring industry, and I'm sure you know, being tile and stone, we're not very much aware of it, but so it was kind of enlightening to me is, uh, you know, a lot of the coatings and stuff that they use uh, in that particular industry, uh, it's not one uniform coat typically. Uh, when they're going through a mass production, it, they're usually layered coatings, uh, very thin, thin, thin films, and could be up to seven different layers. So when something of that nature gets scratched and the ability to mimic those layers and create it, well, let's say it just was not possible. Um, because they're so thin. I mean, when the coating is actually on that material, it's less than a tenth of a mil thick. So there's there's not a lot of lot of uh, playroom there, not to be done by hand and somebody, especially a homeowner. But right. like I said, that that started to pique my interest uh, in that you know I've done a lot of polishing on marble and various other substrates, and you know the kind of dawned on me, well, hey, if if we could protect the marble which we know sealers won't because they wear off and expose the calcitic material. And we know that also that, uh, you know, acids and things of that nature will erode, degrade the uh, surface of the material, manifesting itself as an etch. And so the quest began. Uh, I started looking into finding out, you know, what it would take to create a coating, basically, uh, one that would penetrate but as well would would create a coating on the surface to protect that with a minimal disturbance of the material in other words the beauty of it the look of it uh all of that and through that we i bought a few things off the shelf and started tinkering around and you know found that this worked and this worked and this worked and at that point decided okay we need to bring in some professional help as well to develop this which was kind of interesting. It was a very interesting process because I, I was put in contact with one of the top uh, technical coating manufacturers in the country. And through their team of chemists, uh, Jeff, he is their lead chemist and nine other chemists under him, you know, we basically had a big round table and sat down. And they asked me, well, what, what do you want this to do? What is this supposed to do? And so that really kind of started the journey, you know, what, where, what do you want it to do and, and where do you want to stop, uh, you know. Um, so anyway, first thing uh, we talked about was, well, obviously it needs to stand up to acids and, and all the, the household chemicals and needs to stand up to, you know, hot sauce and uh, mustard and all of these things. And it's not, you know, shouldn't stain, it shouldn't etch uh, household cleaners such as CLR. So our first uh, CLR and also oven cleaner, easy off. That one was a, a good one to. We'd finally tackled that one easy off, so it didn't damage it. But uh, generation one, that was the first generation we came out with. Was you know was very durable. Um, it was easy to clean. Um, it would stand up to it, and uh, and uh, would stand up to most all of the other chemicals. Uh, there, including quite a few of the different acids, acids you you really wouldn't even think about. For example, a battery that was left on there to erode and break down, you know, it, that plays havoc mm. on most any surface. Absolutely. And so it, yeah, and so it, it stood up to that as well. 
The problem, however, was there was some light light there was some light shadowing on it, and uh, the other problem to it was it would leave a light residue like from the mustard and stuff. Now it would easily clean off, but go beyond all of that. So, hence Gen two. Uh, we were able to change the resin configuration, and we got it to where it would stand up to just about anything. Um, but we needed to work on the thickness of the material. One of the big drawbacks uh, that I noticed talking to various customers, you know, at the show and clients as well, is you know they didn't want a thick surface. They wanted to, they wanted it there, but they didn't want to feel that it's there. If that makes sense, right. you know, they wanted the yep. cool feel yep. of the stone. They wanted it, you know, as thin as possible which then created all kinds of new hurdles that we had to go over. So we sat back down at the round table and how can we make this, mater- this, this material durable enough, durable enough, scratch resistant enough, but still keep it thin. And so hence we came up with another generation and we're able to get it down to, you know, we can apply a, a three to four mil thickness layer. Um, and then once it's cured, it's between one and a half and two mils thick. And it has a greater scratch resistance than actually marble itself. So it's actually, rather than impeding it, it enhanced it, and it also protected the material. Then the next step was, okay, application methods. How, how, how can we apply it? The more flexible that we can apply it means that we can apply it in multiple areas, thereby given diversity. Um, so we experimented. They experimented with... Uh, different uh, viscosities and densities, and they'll go on and on. Uh, but finally developed uh, a sprayable version, which is fantastic, because we can do sh- tile shower walls, slab walls. We can, we can apply it overhead. Uh, we can, depending on the texture of materials, we can brush it on floors. We can roll it on. Uh, we have a precision application method that we can apply a specific mill thickness of this coating on the surface and it's very easy to do, um, which really expanded the speed and capability of it and also slowed, it doesn't require as much sanding. You know, we don't, we doesn't require half the sanding that it used to. And so due to that, that was, that was pretty phenomenal. The second thing that we, another thing we had to look at, hence into a new generation, was, uh, you know, as you're working with the material, and it is a thin material, so if you get a scratch, you don't have a lot of material to work with, you know. It's not easy to just sand it out. You only have one to two mil thickness of the material. So we designed a uh, specific repair kit for this that allowed us the Mm. precision to just simply, you know, deal with the scratch itself with minimal interaction of the surrounding area. So that was that was pretty pretty good feat that we were able to uh, overcome there as well. When we went into it even further, uh, we're like, well, okay, what's what would be one of the other things that somebody would be looking for, let's say, in a in a kitchen, uh, their uh, kitchen environment, uh, all, uh, and the uh, food and particles and stuff that. Uh, get on the surface and the stains and all of that. So we then started going into looking into something to boost the antibacterial capabilities of our product and to assist in, you know, degrading biologic hazards and things of that nature. Uh-huh. Now, obviously, the, the coating itself doesn't contain any organics, and organics inherently are a food source for bacteria, microbials, things of that nature. So the eradication of that 
really helped in, in making sure that it's not going to, well, let's say grow mold, uh, you know, breed bacteria, if you will. And because it's, it's non-porous and it can't penetrate, it's very resistant to all of those types of things as well. As we got further into it, and you had to bear in mind, we're literally sitting down and talking about it, what do you want it to do, and, and each time as we go through and we, we see, okay, we achieve this goal, we achieve that goal, the next thing was, well, UV stability. Okay, can we make mm. this UV stable? Can it be indoors, outdoors, outdoor kitchen? You know, do you want to put it around a pool? You know, things of that nature. Well, that opened up a whole nother door because it's not just UV stability that you have to be uh, aware of and, and compensate for, but also salt spray. You know, what hazards, chlorine, things of that nature to bleach everything out. How is it we got to make it stand up to that? So additional formulations, we were able to make it UV stable. And, you know, bleach, ammonia, um, all those cleaning agents have zero effect on the coating system. So a person can use whatever they typically use to clean the surface without any degradation of the, uh, the coating itself. So that was, that was a pretty good, you know, mile post there as well. The additional thing uh, that we were looking at when we were going through this entire process was, you know, application. You know, the key points basically ultimately for us came down to it has to protect against etching. It has to be, you know, protect against staining of normal household chemicals and, and, and the occasional oddball. And then we needed it, we wanted it UV stable. We wanted it to assist in, you know, the degradation of bacteria. We wanted it to be thin so that it would contour to the surface. And then that brought up a whole other issue, believe it or not, <laughs> and uh, is that some people don't want to see the veins, right? Being a thin coating, right. you, see, you can see everything. So through the repair kit, we're able to actually precision hit every one of those veins as necessary before we do the sanding. So we do a sand on it, you know, braid the surface, uh, an 80 grit, a 150 grit. Uh, we do it random orbitally uh, because I found that doing a rotary action on it kind of fractures the surface, which can slightly degrade the, the bonding of the material. Mm -hmm. And the rubbing action of a random orbit is more consistent and doesn't fracture the structure of the stone as much. So it, it actually increased our bond but dramatically by, by doing that process and obviously making sure that free of oils and, and uh, moisture and, and all of that prior to the application of the product. So it sounds like, Steve, the product is pretty easy to use. Um, you know, I mean, it sounds like a miracle product, if you want me to be honest. I mean, that's great. I mean, a lot of the problems with some of the coatings that are out there is they're, they're not UV stable. Now, as far as let me get uh, ask you some specific questions about the product, and that sure. is, you know, how, how long would it take to, say, do an average size, size kitchen from, from start to finish? Uh, usually we can get in, get it all applied, everything else, uh, and uh, – the, the other thing about the product is depending on – it's very flexible, okay? So we can, we can bring cure times down to just a matter of like four to six hours. Mm. Uh, and then you can adjust anything, buff it out, and be good to go. Uh, it should say that the buff out portion of it is really – the other key thing about the coating, and this will, will help as far as timeline goes, uh, the product is actually designed so that if you want a matte finish – 
we have a matte coating, and it cures a matte, okay? If you want a flat surface, flat, like no shine whatsoever, which is perfect for travertine and things of that nature, and even uh, slate, uh, it dries completely flat. There's usually nothing to do because you don't see anything. Um, Now, the semi-gloss and the gloss, uh, if you don't have, say, you're spraying it or you're rolling it and you might have a, a, a dimple or a bubble or something, uh, in the case of the gloss, we can simply hit it with a, a thousand grit with a random orbit, a little bit of water. Then we'll do a fifteen, a two thousand, and then we have a. You just buff it out. You'll buff it out, and you've got your ultra gloss. Nice. So, I mean, obviously, this is a product that the homeowner wouldn't use, the end consumer would use, but the professional would use. So, uh, do you require training for it? Is there, you know, do you do training via video? Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, we, yeah, we yeah. have. A, yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got a training center that uh, we got opened. It's in Spring Hill, Tennessee. And then we also have one here in Oregon. Uh, and so those training centers will be able to facilitate the the fabricator who wants to be able to utilize uh, this material and be able to provide this service to their customer. Because um, you got to make sure that everything is clean. It's it's one of those things where we just weren't comfortable with just putting it out there and here's a video and make it happen. Uh, right. It's, you know, we just want to have people have hands-on. Otherwise, it's very difficult for us to warranty the product without somebody who's been trained. And, I, and that's the key issue is uh, making sure that the surface is prepped correctly because as anybody who's been doing anything like this knows is that preparation is 95% of it. Oh, yeah. uh, if it is not done correctly, you're going to have nothing but problems. And so we, we definitely discovered that. And so that's why we have incorporated a, a training program to come in. It's two days, pretty easy, uh, how to abrade the stone, what to look for, how to fill, pre-fill. You know, there's a couple of different methods for pre-filling the surface of the material. If you mm-hmm. want to create that ultra-flat surface, uh, we have a couple of different methods for that. Um, and also spot fill. Uh, we show them how to spot fill everything so that you can, once again, create that flat surface. And then, of course, we do spray application and we do roll application and brush application and and then, you know, how to do any minor repairs, that, you know, any discrepancies because, you know, nothing goes 100% the first time. It just doesn't. Right. And it takes time no. and, and experience to really, you know, get familiar and comfortable with everything and, and to actually see the potentials before you get started. That just, that just takes, you know, a few applications and then you get a good feel for how everything goes. Great. Now, let, let's say, for example, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so typically to do a kitchen, a standard kitchen and stuff, we can pretty much be done in a day, but it depends on the atmospheric conditions. If it's really cold and, and, and uh, damp and all that sort of stuff, it might retard the cure time. And this comes mm-hmm. down to experience because we have accelerants that can be added to it, which will overcome that. And, for example, Arizona, where it's super dry and hot, it's going to cure really fast. And so we do have a retardant that can be added to it to increase the work time so that it doesn't cure too fast on you. Oh, great. Now, one of the things that that caught my attention when you were just talking a few minutes ago is, you know, like most coatings, most coatings are obviously softer than the stone itself. But in in this case, am I correct in understanding that this actually increases the the scratch resistance of, the, of, of, say, a calcium-based material? 
Uh, well, it's all relative, but yes, it's in the ballpark. It definitely some of some of the calcium-based materials obviously are much softer than others. Right. Uh, but right. it's it's in the ballpark. Your typical Carrera, it's pretty much equal as far as scratch resistance goes. But okay. any everything will scratch, as we know. And so the repairability of the product was one of the key points we wanted to focus on, is we wanted to make it as easy and quick as possible. Hence, and because it's a thin material, that's why we developed this repair kit that we're, the technician is able to literally target the scratches, and then any minor blemishes, dull spots around it can easily be removed in the case of, say, a semi-gloss, you know, random orbit sandpaper, and it's all gone. And or, you know, in the case of the gloss, it would be just simply attack your, your scratch down based on the exterior debris. Sometimes you just hit it with a 2,000, you buff it, and you're done. So, right. it, it, you know, it's a, it, that's a learning curve. And, that, and that, that's, that's good news. You know, probably most of my listeners are going to be people that are in the business as opposed to consumers. So this actually becomes a, you know, a moneymaker even after – the way I'm looking at it, a moneymaker even after you first apply it. You can actually sell the customer a – a maintenance program, if you will. You know, we come back on a periodic basis and we, we remove the scratches and et cetera, et cetera. So I, I've, I kind of like that. Now, what about, um, and I know my good friend down there at San Jose, and you know who I'm talking about, is going to ask mm-hmm. this question. <laughs> um, uh, how environmentally friendly is it? I mean, is it, is, does it have a high VOC? Is it, you know? Um, it, has, we... it does have a, a moderate VOC, you know, moderate to upper level, you know, but once it's cured, it's cured, and it's right. a, it's a one-time thing. And so where it offsets everything is that the need for heavy cleaners that everybody tries to use all the time, you don't need to do that. You can li- right. literally, you are completely safe by using even just Dawn dishwashing liquid and soap for the rest of the duration of the product's mm. life. So now, there's is this, no is this... need for that. Right. And is, is, this a, is this a UV cured, you know, a, a blue light type curing, or is, is it, you know, air cured? Nope, nope. This is a, it's a catalyzed system, ironically. Oh, okay. And oh, great, good. That's why, yeah. that's why it, or the, 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 the um, development of the resin was key. I mean, that was key to it. Uh, anybody who's been developing products like this, because we looked into, like, the UV cure products and all of that, and, you know, that's, that's very good, but you, you, you kind of have limited applications. And what I mean by that and, and, and they're great products, don't get me wrong. They're beautiful if you're, you're already done. But if you were going to fabricate, let's say you wanted to pre-treat your material and then fabricate up as you go, well, you can't really cut those because the density of them, they're, they're very dense. And so impacts, they'll chip. Um, if you go to cut them, they have a tendency to splay on the edge and things of that nature. Um, so, you know, with our coating being that it's a catalyzed system, you know, we can pretty much mix and go. We can address specific areas very easily. Um, we can do edge details very easily, even with the brush method. Um, and it's, like I said, it's, it is very easy to work with. That's good. So, you know, repairing it, then you're not talking about removing it all and then redoing it. You're going in, you know, let's say someone has a, a, a deep scratch in the middle of it. You can just repair, in other words, spot repair that. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. We have our repair kit is designed so that it, it will precision address that particular issue, that scratch, if you will. Ah. And even even if they got a little gouge in it, uh, you can we can we can just use our kit and then it'll fill all that in and then it you know it, it's accelerated, and then you just simply 
make it flat with the surface and then just bring the finish back right right there right there mm-hmm. any any idea as to the longevity you know how long this product will last you know let's take an example i mean obviously we've got residential situations and we got commercials Let, let's take a commercial let's say you have a bar you know, a commercial bar where there's drinks across it all the time, and they've got a marble countertop, let's say a Carrara countertop. How, mm-hmm. how long would you expect that product to last with that type of abuse? Well, that, yeah, that's significant abuse, all of that, you know. But, uh, you know, our warranty, in the commercial environment, we're, what we're giving them, and, you know, yes, it's kind of a caveat, but so long as the coating's intact, the integrity is still intact, uh, we, we give them 10 years uh, on that surface. Oh, wow. Um, oh, we amazing. do have anti-abrasion technology that we can boost the scratch-resistant for that type of application, which I know n- nobody else has. But we can actually make it more scratch-resistant. And, in fact, we have an, a Gen 6 coating right now, which I am very excited about because I, I believe it's going to change the safety glasses, optic industry, marble, everybody. Mm. Uh, the preliminary testing on that has been coming in at, at just about a 6 on the most scale. Oh, wow. Now, what about, let's go back to prep for a minute, because one question I forgot to ask, and that is, let's say you go into a countertop that's been heavily impregnated with a, you know, a flora, floral base, you know, your typical uh, impregnators that they're using. So, are there any kind of prep work that needs to be done there? Is there an issue there with compatibility? Um, well, you know, we, we, that's why we hone it. We hone it heavily, is to increase the bonding area. Okay. Uh, some of them have a good preg- impregnation. Uh, in that case, you know, we we try to to deteriorate it as much as possible. Um, but as long as you rough up the surface significantly, and the key point here too, when I say rough up the surface, is don't fracture it so much that down the line. And I'm sure you understand. I'm sure people have seen sure. stings in marble, and so that's you know where the structure is actually fractured but not come completely apart. And right. we just found that that is a key role. So we haven't had a lot of problems with that. Where we had problems with bonding issues is, is where if the material had oil in it, um, if it had uh, a high moisture content, um, that that would impede the bond. But we found that, you know, as long as it was abraded uh, significant, you know, appropriately. And the ironic thing is, you know, uh, using the random orbit, because it's not aggressive, you don't have all the centrifugal forces involved, um, and it's a rubbing action, and we we using 150 grit. It actually rendered a similar finish to using an 80 grit, and mm. it wasn't nearly as aggressive. Yeah, so that that brings up another question that I need to ask, and that is, you know, as far as how does it look when it's done? I mean, does it look like it's, you know, you know, we've seen all these urethane-based coatings that are out there that look like. You know, it looks like the, the table at the, your local seafood restaurant. It's got that heavy, <laughs> thick urethane coating on there. I'm assuming this doesn't have that appearance. Absolutely not. Like I said, it's yeah. only one to two mils thick. And so you even right. still feel the coolness of the stone coming through it. Oh, that's nice. It is, it, yeah, it is, not, it is not thick at all. You, it's very, you know, a lot of times people, even in the lab, they're wondering, is this coated? Is it not coated? Do we know? You know, they, they have trouble even telling. Oh, wow. Okay, now the hard, the hard question. I know this is a difficult question because we're dealing with, you know, different geographical regions throughout the United States. But cost-wise, is it you know very expensive as far as you know, um, you know, let's say I'm a consumer and I want this done in my kitchen. I mean, what do we? Can we give a price range? Can we have we an idea of what what we're looking at cost-wise? Um, you know, typically, you know, my grout guys. We have the grout guys, and they've been installing it, and we've been installing it for. 
anywhere from depend on the geographic it starts at like 20 to 25 bucks a square foot installed. okay that's, yep that that's reasonable and that's actually cheaper than some of the other other systems that are, that are that are out there which is which is great so mm-hmm. in essence in essence this sounds like a product that uh once you get the training um i mean it, it's a real need out there i mean we, we're all seeing it now we're all seeing the trend of all these stone countertops you know are calcium-based countertops being used, but also what what I like about your product that I haven't seen in any of the other products is the UV resistance. Uh, I mean, that is, I'm assuming you could probably use this on engineered stone as well? Actually, I, <laughs> I that's, that's kind of funny, because uh, that's another product that I have that actually has UV inhibitors uh, that you ah. could put over engineered stone to keep it from fading. Um so that we haven't we haven't released any of that yet, but we have it. I was trying to give the Marble Marble World a fighting chance, right? Right. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> most people will pick you know most people will pick a natural product if it will meet their needs. Uh, right. It, it doesn't matter. They will. Uh, natural people gravitate closer to a natural product than they do a synthetic, unless of course it's the maintenance issue. That's you know all these other issues that are right. incumbent you know to to the product and. All of that, and they don't want a lot of maintenance, and that's a, that's a nice thing too about the coating. It's not a lot of maintenance. I mean, we have, we actually have for the uh, the polished version, we actually have a neutral pH soap that's a polished with no buildup, so that the homeowner with a chamois and this product can just squirt it on, wipe it down, and it'll take out any of those micro blemishes or dull spots. Oh, that's nice. They can just wipe them out themselves. You only have to yeah. attack. You only have to deal with scratching, if you will. Right, right. I mean, here in Florida, we have a big. I mean, we obviously have a lot of, lot of marble uh, being used in, in kitchens and bars and everywhere else. But we're also starting to see a lot of the engineered material being used and improperly used. In other words, being used mm-hmm. outdoors. And I bet you I get two or three calls a week with someone saying, "Why is my countertop doing this? Why is it fading?" And and and, and we also get that with with granites with the resins in them. I mean, you know, obviously they're using, yeah. you know, resins that, that will fade during UV light. So it sounds like this product would also work on granite countertops, even though it's not a, even though our main goal here isn't, isn't etch resistance, but it, it could be UV protection, which I, which I really like. It's, I can see. Yeah, real, it can definitely. Uh, it can, yeah, it can definitely, sorry, didn't mean to step on you. Oh, that's okay. Um, but it could definitely be used in, in granite. That was one of the, one of the, behind-the-scenes things that uh, we were looking at was to try to alleviate the fade issue. It's it's rampant everywhere. Right. I mean, oh, people yeah. store their slabs outside, you know, or you have an outside kitchen or something of that nature, and the, the polyvinyl epoxies that they're using to, you know, basically densify the stone so they can polish it, you know, are not UV-stable, and they break down, and, and you get all of these, these color issues and things of that nature. And we've kind of taken it one step further. There's some brand new pigment technology that basically they're trying to isolate red right now, which is all based off from minerals instead of synthetics. So mm. the UV stability of them is consistent. So they can be implemented without ever fading. So right. you can take that and then go into a completely UV-stable uh, coating system to densify it, if you will, or, or a resin to densify it. That uh, and now you've got your enhancement, you've got everything that you're looking for without any of the fading or degradation, because the provide this coating will not break down under UV. It will not. Yeah, that's great. 
you know, that, that brings up, I just uh, happened to be thinking of this. I was in someone's house a couple of, a couple of weeks ago and uh, they, they were, they had a coating on this countertop and they said, you know, what do I do? And uh, here's my next question. And I'm sure the answer will be yes, it can, but I'll ask you anyway, uh, can it sure. be used on concrete, concrete countertops? Uh, yep, it absolutely can. Okay. Um, we have done uh, concrete uh, countertop samples. Haven't done an actual concrete countertop. Actually, got a, wait- a lady waiting right now. She wants. I might have one for you. I might have one for you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But yeah, we've used it on concrete. The penetration. I was very, very happy with the penetration of the product because it not only penetrated and densified it further. But because uh, once it was done, we actually polished it out, and you could you could read labels in the concrete surface. That's mm-hmm. how crystal clear and glossy it was. You could read the labels in the surface. Wow, I had that's a nice. gentleman who was an outside sales rep for Alpha and, and doing concrete stuff, and he came and saw it, and he was just he's like, "You can't do this to concrete." I said, "Well, it's right wow. there." Wow. <laughs> Great. Well, it sounds great. So I guess the final question I have is uh, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, do you have contact information? Do you have a website? Can just go ahead and give it any information you have. Now would be the time to give it. Yep, yep. So uh, my contact number is 503-349-2666. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions, you feel free to call. I'm always on the phone all the time. Um, we do have a website that can give you some uh, brief information on it, and that's through the Grout Guys. Um, and uh, that website is www.groutgyz.com. And uh, so you can go there, get a little more information on it. And, uh, you know, we are opening Grout Guy locations that we give them the latest and greatest uh, every time we develop something. So. It's something to keep in mind. There is one key thing that I did miss to talk talk about real sure. quick, sure. and that is one of the things we ran into is because the coating cured uh, either as a matte or a, or a flat or a semi-gloss or a gloss, when we were going over tile, you know, how do you address the grout joints? All right. So, All right. yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we ended up developing a spinoff product, a color seal product that has all the same attributes, that we can go over grout and completely seal it, and it looks like grout. Oh wow! And and I, I imagine that comes in different colors, or you can color it any color you want to. Any it comes in all the standard grout colors, and or any custom color. In fact, we even did a a, a white pearl. <laughs> Believe mm. it or not. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the designers are loving it. Great. Well, that sounds wonderful, Steve. I mean, it gave us a, a bunch of great information here. And if anybody wants to contact Steve, he gave out the number. Obviously, uh, we're doing this live, but this will be archived. So feel free to uh, send people to, to this show as well as you, Steve. Send, send your customers here. Let them listen to it. And you can save maybe some of your some of your breath there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, yeah, it's a great show. And uh, I I thank you, and I apologize for last week, but we got you on this week, which was great. And uh, I assume you're going to be at the uh, next Stone Show out in January? Uh, Yep, plan to be there. All right, right. well, I'll be out there doing my seminar, so I'll probably stop by and say hi. And uh, again, Steve, thanks again. No, thank you so much, Fred. I appreciate it. No problem. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye.
All right, folks. I mean, that, that sounds, uh, that sounds like a miracle product, but, uh, I know I've, I've talked to my, my buddy down there in uh, San Jose, David Bonacera. Uh, actually he called me yesterday and I owe him a phone call. Uh, he has actually tested the product and what's interesting, I'm, I'm going to have him back on the show. I think, um, uh, actually, if you're listening now, David, call call in, um, or if anybody else has any comments, if you want to call in and and ask me any questions or comment, there, if you've used this product, that'd be great. Uh, the phone number here is three two three eight seven zero three nine six eight. That's three two three eight seven zero three nine six eight. And uh, if David isn't calling in, if he's not listening, um, we're going to get him maybe on next week's show and have him talk about uh, that that product as well as uh, some of the other products that he uses. Does a lot lot of extensive testing on it. But uh, I want to thank thank Steve Anaker from Steve's Polishing Pro Systems for being on the show this week. And again, I apologize, Steve, for all the technical issues we had last week. But hopefully, we'll um, uh, we've we've solved them, and this will be archived and everyone can listen to it then and again uh folks my email address is f houston that's f-h-u-e-s-t-o-n at gmail.com and feel free to send me an email uh, anytime you want i'd be more than happy to take your questions and you know as i said if i don't know the answer to that question i'll i'll make it up no just kidding i'll find out what the answer is um and, and get it to you as asap as quickly as i can i spend a lot of time on the uh, on front of my computer here so uh uh, email is the best way to get a hold of me. Um, if you want to be on the show, uh, you want to call in on the show, if you know someone that has an interesting product like the one Steve just had uh, or something similar or totally different, as long as it has to involve with stone, tile, engineered stone, concrete, uh, any surface uh, such as that, I don't care if it's fabrication related, restoration related, installation related, this is the show where we like to discuss those things and share the information out there. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's about sharing this information, uh, especially for your contractors out there that uh, that don't want to get into trouble or you run into a project or a job that uh, you just don't know how to handle. That's what we're, that's what we're here for. Uh, okay. Anyway, let me, uh, again, as I did at the beginning of the show, mention that I am again doing the stone troubleshooting and inspection seminar again uh, in Las Vegas. I believe it's January 21st. Uh, it's on my website, which is stone forensics.com and just click on the training tab and you can go there. The class will fill up quick. It always does. So seating is going to be limited. It's a great class. Um, I can give you references if you want to talk to some of uh, some of the other students that have attended it as well as uh, I have some uh, testimonials, if you will, on the website, some video testimonials. Uh, but uh, it, it's going to fill up fast. So I'd, I highly recommend that uh, if you're interested to at least call me uh, my phone number is 321-514-6845. That's my personal cell phone number. I'd be more than happy to give you a little bit more information. Or again, you know, go ahead and go to the website. So next week, I'm going to try to get David uh, Bonacera on the line again and have an interesting interview with him and uh, talk about all these anti-etch coatings. I know we spent a lot of time on air with it, but it seems to be the latest and greatest uh, um issue that we're having right now with everybody putting uh, marble calcium based countertops uh, in kitchens etc and, and they're etching so that's 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 what they do unlike Italy where they don't care how bad it looks we do <laughs> we want that nice highly polished uh, stain free uh, surface so anyway uh, I'm going to wrap things up now folks and I will see everyone next Wednesday same time and everyone have a great weekend uh, this is Fred Houston saying goodbye <laughs>